Welcome to the Music Business Podcast. Whether you're an aspiring music business professional or a seasoned vet, every Thursday, the Music Business Podcast brings you the trends, tactics, and insights from some of the world's brightest minds in music. I'm Jordan Williams of EQT Management. And I'm Sam Heisel from Knox. We're not teachers. We're entertainment industry professionals, drinkers, wannabe comedians, and most importantly, fans. Welcome to the show. Yo, welcome back to the Music Business Podcast. We have a very special guest today, Ashley Outrageous. For those who don't know, Ashley started off as a blogger. So for the people who were super into blogs like I was in like 2008, 2009, 2010, I know Sam and I both had a blog. They both didn't take off. Ashley's did. So we get to go into some cool stories about what that was like. Um, From there, she actually started booking shows in Miami, um, just continuing that curated reputation of talent. And then from there, she actually did some digital marketing where she was head of digital marketing at TDE. Um, TDE is the record label behind Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q. Ari Lennox now, who's dope. Y- yep. Ari Le- is Ari Lennox on TDE? Yeah. Damn. Squad up. But any anyway, um, yeah, so she was digital marketer for them way, way back in the day. Like, we're talking Good Kid, Mad City era. Um, and then after that, you know, now she's got her own LLC, her own consulting agency, and she's an artist management. So she's had a few careers and it honestly gave us a lot to talk about during this interview. So super excited to have her on, super excited to, you know, have her personality on. You know, she's pretty funny. So you guys, you guys will hear that when the, when the episode starts. Sam, what you think? I think you nailed it. Let's just get into it. All right, let's do it. Hey, Ashley, hey. welcome to the show. Super glad you could stop by. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you. When's the last time you've been on a podcast? Oh, I honestly don't know when the last. Oh, with uh, with It's The Real. Oh, we just had It's The Real on. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just them. interviewed them. Shouts to Jeff and Eric. That was a that was a while ago, though. A couple years. How was that experience? Oh, my gosh. They're crazy. I love them. It's just it's a lot of personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with me, too. I was like, woo. It was like, you know, it was like fire. But yeah, that was the last time. Yeah, and that was that was some time ago. Other than that, I've just listened to Ooh, So we kind of low-key have an exclusive, sort of. Yeah. Cause that time that I was on their show, I was also I was with my friend. It was me and my friend Brittany Sky. It was both oh, of us word. at the same time. So it was, where were uh, you working at that time? Um for myself. I've worked for myself this whole time. Were you were you at TDE at that at that point? Um, or was no. it Mm-mm. you weren't it was after? Yeah, it was after. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're going to dive deep into some specific areas. I think for starters, though, I mean, you've done a lot of different things. You just mentioned you've been an entrepreneur throughout it all. Yes. Can you just speak a little bit? Uh, I think a lot of the people that listen to the show are people that are trying to like break into the industry. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily know where to start. So I think uh, just you talking through your whole story to give some like deep context would be really valuable. Like how you got in, what you did, okay. where you're at now. It was booking first, right? Man, that's, a, that's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> well, um... I got my start in South Florida. That's where I grew up. That's where I'm from, from Broward County, where Kodak Black is from. <laughs> Some people that are like, Broward County, before I'd say that, I'm like, yes, Kodak Black, Ace Hood, you can go there. <laughs> um, that's where I'm from. I started a blog right when I graduated high school, like right after in October 2008. Um, just by, I was hanging out at a friend's house and he had one. And I was like, a blog? What is that? Damn, I need um, one too. And at, yeah, and at that time, he was even always on one uh, DC to BC, which was Modi's blog. And Modi is, you know, if 
current day, you know, one of the founders of the Trilecto Music Festival. He is also an A&R, I believe at Epic Records, um, but has gone, like, he went on to, like, work for, like, Nike and brands like that. But, um, so that was a blog that I looked to, and I was, like, that was when even, like, World Star Hip Hop had, like, was newly launched. And it was definitely, like, blogging was still, I think, like, a new thing being introduced for, like, hip hop. So I started a blog. And then in fast forward to February 2010, that's at that point, I realized that I really enjoyed it throughout like all of 2009. I had befriended Modi, who had his blog DC to BC via Twitter. Like what's crazy is that a lot of people that I even know in the industry now, a lot of us met on Twitter you know, 10 plus years ago, because even says like on my account that I signed up in like January 2009. Um, It was even so easy to reach out to artists or managers then because people were still not really on it like that. So I connected with a lot of people via Twitter and then just following each other. At that time, I had a blog spot with like other bloggers. I would always, you know, if I was posting something that somebody else posted, I would, you know, link it back to them, you know, giving them credit where I got it from. But um, I knew that I wanted to take it seriously. So funny that I actually looked to Modi and his blog, DCDBC, as a source of even why I started and then us becoming friends and him being the one to motivate me to move over to WordPress. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it was no longer ashleyoutrageous.blogspot.com. It then became ashleyoutrageous.com, which that's even a funny story. I went to buy ashleyoutrageous.com and it was taken. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who took that? So I bought I Am Ashley Outrageous a couple weeks later. Or like, yeah, I get I got my birthday card from my dad and my dad had bought my domain. Oh, for your birthday? That's yeah, dope. For my birthday. <laughs> That's dope. And, you know, and, she's and like still, tripping for like yeah. two weeks. I was like, like this motherfucking <laughs> And then you're like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm going to AsherRaiders.com. You know, it <laughs> just like says that. that this is owned, you know, on GoDaddy. It's already owned. Somebody owns it. And I'm like, who the fuck? At that time, now I, I know how to do it. But at that time, I didn't know that you can like go see who owns it. Right. It's like, it's taken, it's taken. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you see the card? It was you. And I was like, oh my, and it's crazy because like my parents have been very supportive of this journey that I, you know, that I ended up going on, which I never expected it to turn into what it became to be. And so I relaunched in February, 2010, moving over to WordPress with like, um, you know, a dot com. I hired a girl to do a whole like intense web design that she even made this pattern for my background that was just an AO and an exclamation point. And I was like, hmm. And me and my friend who introduced me to blogging, he was like, you should ask her for that file to be your logo. So I asked her, hey, that AO pattern that you have in the background, can I get that to be my logo, like the AI file? She was like, yeah, just send me an extra 50 bucks. 50 bucks. I was like, cool, done. She had already (laughs) made it. She didn't plan for it to be a logo. Mm -hmm. But I ended up getting all that. I relaunched with a mixtape of... um. 25 original songs from all new upcoming artists that I had befriended on the internet and like through the blogs. And then all these other blogs like reposted it. I sent it out myself, like, you know, my own PR, like Pseudo Boys posted it, Not Right, uh, On Smash. And it was all these websites that I, you know, they definitely posted it because it was artists in 
unreleased songs of artists they were already posting. On mm-hmm. right. So right. that was my tactic with it too. I wasn't even thinking of that, but I was like, I guess it was in the back of my mind. Right. Um, started to do a lot of exclusive interviews. Definitely being down in Florida helped a lot. In in that time that I was in, you know, doing my blog like every day, I did that there for five years in Florida, specifically like always going down to Miami as when artists would come and visit, they would be, you know, coming to South Beach for like um, a club appearance. And I would just be reaching out to the managers on Twitter. Like I said, like the, nobody was really on Twitter like like that yet. Like they didn't have millions of followers. So it was easy mm-hmm. to get through. Um then I just, I, I was just consistent. I was blind emailing people. I would, any event, because we didn't really get much events, you know, like here in New York, every day of the week, there's an event that right. you can go to. We did not have that in in uh, in Miami. So every time that we had one, I made sure to be there. It's even how I first met J. Cole. There was some Kia Soul event. He was like, who the heck is this chick rapping every word in the front? And that's not like. I, at the, so I, was like, I was like, I got this blog. And na, na, na. Yeah. It's so funny. To, to this day, he definitely remembers that story. Um, once I went on to like work with TDE, which we'll get into, but, um, I'm like, what else? I started to do, I started to travel a lot to New York and LA. I remember I went to South by Southwest my first time alone in March, 2010, like 2010 was definitely a really like that was a moment for me, like, because I relaunched. I went to South by my first time. And that time when I went to South by in March 2010, I was still in school for graphic design at the Art Institute. And when I came back from that trip, I was like to my dad, I was like, I don't want to do the graphic design anymore. Like, mm, I like it. I love typography specifically, even till this day. I love design in a sense, but that's not what I want to do. I, I want to work in music. I don't know exactly what, but I want to work in music. And even my first time out there at South by... In uh, 2010, I did eight interviews um, by myself. I was just holding a camera and asking the questions over the camera to artists. Like I did like Big Crit, Stally, um, who else? Currency. Like, yeah, like it was like all like the artists coming up at that time, even like XXL freshman covers, no shade intended, but when they still mattered, <laughs> um, I was like all like very like deep in that. And I was like, I got to figure out a way to get in there from being based in Florida. Um, and then record labels, I guess, started to take notice of my blog. But then I was suddenly was on the the blast lists or from be it the PR or the label or artists were sending me stuff directly. So my blog became its own thing. And it was, you know, it's named after myself. I wasn't posting everything, everything. Everything that I posted was something that I actually liked. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you could go to Hip Hop DX and Two Dope Boys and all right, and they're posting everything. But I was only posting things that I actually listened to, and that really set me apart, I feel, from a lot. And then... Was it just you the yeah. whole time? Uh, no. After a while, I definitely was like, okay, I need interns. because. <laughs> and, but then it started. I felt like I started to get crazy because I was doing like 30 posts a day. Mind you, even till this day, people are like, oh, like, did you make a lot of money from your book? No, I never made a shit ton of money ever. Like I had, I remember trying so many times to submit to get into the complex media network and I never got into that. But then, you know, the term tastemaker, influencer came about and they were like, <laughs> that's what you oh, are. Oh shit, that's you. Yeah, they were like, they were <laughs> like, that's what you are. And that's the first time that I 
it was complex that was like, we want you to be a social power user. And I was like, a what? And they're like, we're going to pay you to tweet. And I was like, work. <laughs> Down. That's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when that, I think that started maybe in 2011, 2012, somewhere in there. I just was like, a what? A tastemaker? I remember. And so then that even opened a whole another window and this story could go on forever because it's been a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, let's dive into the TDE. How'd that come together? Um, that came together really cool. So again, that's was from my blog. I, I realized that like every time that something of them would drop, like all the blogs, they were all posting it at the same time. So I'm like, okay, so there has to be like a blast email for when artists on TDE drop something. Uh, my friend Brandon, who I befriended another person on Twitter, and we were friends on like Blogspot and everything. We both had blogs. I saw that he knew Dave over there, Dave Free, who is uh, the president. So I asked him like, hey, can you connect me with him via email? You know, I just, I want to be on the the blast list so I know when they drop stuff so I can share it. So he connected me with Dave then I got onto the email blast list. So every time that Dave would send something, which mind you, at that time, he was sending things from his personal Gmail, <laughs> which I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So I would always send him back, you know, hey, here's my post of Kendrick video or Abso, Schoolboy, J-Rock. At the time, it was only them four. Um, just always sending back everything that I post uh, at the time, uh, What's it called? One of my writers had done an incredible review of Good Kid Mad City, sent that over. He loved it. Then I asked him, you know, I really want to interview Kendrick, but I'm not going to be in L.A. anytime soon. Is there anything that we can do? And he was like, yeah, you can you can interview him over iChat. So I, <laughs> I, I was at that time it was called iChat. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that like it's like this is how like I feel like the time has just moved so quickly. Now it's FaceTime. But at that time, it was it was iChat. Um, and I was like, what? So I interviewed him over iChat when he was in the studio with Dr. Dre. This was like Damn. just... When he this was in the like, studio with Dr. Dre. This is Dre. like just when he signed, like right in the beginning. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like, why, is he, <laughs> why is he letting me interview Kendrick over iChat while he's in the studio with Dr. Dre? Mind <laughs> you, I never saw... Dr. Dre. I just, I knew that he was going to be in the studio. With right, him. right. So it was funny. So I'm on my, my, um, desktop, my which I don't I have anymore. Machine. Yeah, yeah. I'm on my desktop <laughs> in my parents' house, which, you know, my sisters had moved out already because I'm the youngest of three. So I had my own like dedicated, like little office in my parents' house. So <laughs> I was on my iChat. And then at the time, my boyfriend at the time, um, was pursuing, uh, video directing. So he's filming me. Chatting with him on iChat, and and that's how I did it. Um, and that was really cool. Um, I did a lot of research with what questions I wanted to ask him, and then it was just a couple months after that that one day I got a call from Dave, and it's like, hey Ashley, and you know, so things are getting really crazy, and you know, you're always so on top of it. With you know, like you send me back the emails with every time we post something. And, you know, we need somebody to handle socials. Like at this moment, like I do it, but I don't have the time to do it anymore. Like he was updating Facebook, Twitter. Um, I don't think Instagram was there. It was like, I think it maybe just came out, but like any social 
you know, can you, can you do this? And I was like, are you calling the right Ashley? <laughs> that was my first question. I was like, what the fuck? Um, and he was like, yeah, Ashley outrageous. And I was like, oh shit. Um, yeah. Like I'm a huge, <laughs> huge TDE fan at that time, you know? And I feel like I've always been like an internet kid, like even like now at the age of 29, but you know, growing up, when did I have, when was MySpace? I was at middle school. Yeah. Like I was always the friend that was, you know, every, when we had MySpace, everyone was like fake coding. So, you know, I was, yeah. I was designing all my friends, MySpaces before that I was doing, you know, AOL homepage with all the little glittery gift text that is now on Instagram, which is crazy. I'm always like, wow. I remember when that came out. <laughs> I was always that friend. I was always like in the in the internet. So the things that they were asking me to do, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. But I said, I'm going to figure it the fuck out. I said, yep, you got it. I can handle it. Yep. Other people that I had met online, like um, my friend Amir, who is uh, at Blame the Label. I went to him for a lot of questions and like, how should I, how can I set up a, a marketing plan or like a digital strategy I did a lot of Googling. Shout out to Google University. Um, there's a lot of info on the internet. Um, mind you, to go back to say, like, I never even finished school for graphic design. I did not graduate college. All of this is self-taught and a lot of time on the internet and reading and figuring it out and just testing things. But like I said, it's like I feel like social media came easy to me because I grew up on it. Right. You know, so it wasn't like it wasn't anything like somebody older at that time was like, what the fuck is this? You know, <laughs> to me, it came it came naturally. And so I got that opportunity and I was doing everything. I remember like I'm I set up their Spotify pages like when Spotify was just launching. And are you still in Miami at this point? Yep. Doing it all remote because it was all digital. Yeah. Right. But um. Then they they brought me out to L.A. quite a few times. I got to go on a few dates of their first. They did a BET Music Matters tour. That was the first tour that I went on. I did like four dates. Um, Yeah, there were so many experiences with them that, you know, getting that opportunity. Like I said, it's like I was scared shitless. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I was like, there's no way I'm going to say no or that I'm going to show him that I'm afraid. Like, I'm going to figure it the fuck out. Right. And, you know, I, I definitely did. I, I I redid the website. I did all socials. I sent out all the, the music releases. Like, I was doing everything, like, online. And that really opened my eyes to something else. Because I feel like to say now when people ask me about my blog because I no longer have it, I like to say that that technically, because I didn't finish school, was, like, my internship and my foot in the door. Like, I had that blog, so, like, and named after myself so people could know my name. And so I was just going into labels. Like, you know, at that time, it's like labels are asking me, well, what artists are you listening to? I didn't know what they were trying to do then, but now I know. Yeah. I'm like, they ain't ours is being lazy. <laughs> yeah. That's what was going on. They were yeah. like, what is she listening to? Clearly she knows what's going right. on. So, you know, it, it, that the blog opened me up to meeting a ton of people, you know, and, and like that, like, had I not had my blog, I wouldn't have got that opportunity with TDE, which, you know, I cherish. Till this day. For sure. Yeah. It's, I find it interesting too how like, because uh, I also work deeply in like digital marketing and mediums change, but the, there's like the same themes throughout. Because in the same way that your blog had afforded you all these opportunities and created influence and built a community and right. connections, like 
today that's Instagram. And like right. three, four years from now, who knows what the hell knows that's going to be? be. Probably yeah. won't still be Instagram. Because now blogs are like, do they still exist? Right. No. And they're, they're, they're like the influence that blogs have. Like there was definitely like a golden era of blogs in music and the, well, blogs, the influence that they had. Blogs, I feel like used to be discovery. And now I think yes, it's all it's now streaming and the playlist. Exactly. Blogs were definitely discovery. People would always hit me like, you know, like there was a lot of the time that people said, I first heard of J. Cole because you posted him yeah, or totally. Kendrick or Wiz Khalifa. Like I would get that all the time. And that's how, yeah, like I built that following. But at the same time, then it's like Instagram launches and then I'm launching that. And then I started building. I saw that I started getting a larger following on social quickly mm-hmm. versus blogging. Because I feel like when that came out, that was just like the more like condensed information. And that's, you know. People's now the attention span nowadays. People are like, mm, I don't want to read. Yeah, you know, just yeah, give me the sure. yeah, give me the facts. Horrible. Let's hit it. What is it? New, new what? Okay, got it. And that's why I feel like playlists now do so well because it's just like here's all the it's new not, shit that music. dropped today, yeah. and people are like, okay, press play, and yeah. then you got the whole thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I tried to I tried to do that a while ago. Start my own blog like around 2009. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the blog I era. Did. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was Hip-hop hype.net. That was my website. .net? Hip-hopype.net. That was my website. Straight from the pipes. That yeah. was my website. There was a lot of, there was a lot of <laughs> blogs. There was a lot. Yeah. I was afraid that I was like, oh, like, what the fuck do I know? Like, are people gonna, you know, like my blog? And I remember the day that I got into uh, the Source magazine had launched their first ever digital Power 30 and it was like in print at Source Magazine, mind you. I'm like 20-something at this time. I think I don't remember what what year that was. But I remember when they told me that I got that. And that was Kaz. Uh, Kaz, like real life Kaz on mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, Kaz and Sean. When they told me like via email, oh, you know, you're going to be in the Power 30. I was like, the hmm? <laughs> and like at that, you know, at that time, I'm still like, wow, like the Source Magazine. Like I bought this all the time, right. like as a teenager Throughout middle school, high school, I still have collections that I that I have from middle school and high school. Yeah, me too. And I still got source magazines yeah. at home. Yeah, like when when they came out with that, and I was there at number twenty eight, I was like, "Holy sh- wow!" That was another moment that I was like, "Wow, okay." I guess I'm doing, I guess I'm doing something, right. right? Like you know, I got in the fucking source magazine, first ever digital power thirty. I don't even, you know, wow. And they listed all like it was like. Two Dope Boys, Karen Civil, Hip Hop DX, Now Right, uh, Perfection, all these sites that I was like, oh my gosh, these are all the sites that I look up to. And there, right. there I am at number 28. Right. I'm sure fire. like Elliot Wilson was in there back yeah, then. Yeah, Elliot too. Wilson. Rap yeah. Radar was, I used to rap check Rap Radar, radar a lot. Yeah, back like, then. there was, wow, I loved the blog era. Like, that was a very, really cool time. Yeah, like, it was a good way to that know was, it. That was a moment right there. And to be a part of it, I'm still like, that's like, I love it. You, you know? felt it, man. Is it, dead, is it completely dead now? Do you guys ever read blogs anymore? I, I don't know. I do for long form content. Like so if there's, a, if there's like, like Fader. Okay, like Fader. Yeah. Like, not even a, I, yeah. That's I not mean, a blog. Yeah. I, mean, I would it, not classify that as a blog. All right, so what, yeah, what would be a blog? Yeah, I don't classify Fader as a blog. Well, I mean, it's like a it's like a website magazine. That's a but legitimate what, what, digital yeah. media company. Yeah, but what would you consider like a blog at this point? I, it's even like Two Dope Boys, which still exists. I don't know. Two Dope Boys, yeah, still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess it's interesting. Where do you draw the line of being like a blog versus like a digital media company? If I had to create some sort of like relatively arbitrary line, because I feel like Two Dope Boys at this stage is now somewhat more of a media company. I, 
I feel like right. blogs were much more like tied to individuals or it tended to just be like smaller mm-hmm. curation teams. Yeah, like Toodle Boys just like, is yeah. Shake and Mecca. Right. And like, like Nara is like, like Escape. Like, like, right. Yeah. Whereas yes. Fader is like a full-fledged media yeah. company. Right. They have an ad sales have team. An right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like for sure. office. Yeah, I was exactly. in my bed yeah, blogging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a different, like... Ad- I was blogging from the bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in, my, a- in my fake little office in my <laughs> parents' house <laughs> next to the kitchen. And mind you, that office yeah. was also where my three dogs' cages were. So technically, yeah. is it an office? I don't think Yeah, so. that's hilarious. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was really excited to get on those websites, probably more so now than I am to listen to playlists on Spotify. Like, I was... I would be on blogs for hours, you know, I, just for like hours. Yeah. And you just hours. like lose track you of can time. Still di- like once again, just going back to like the same people still do the same stuff just around different mediums. Like I'll be digging and just like either Spotify's recommendation engine, maybe not necessarily digging for hours. I mean, sometimes I will literally just like dig for hours and just right. get lost in a rabbit hole of finding new music. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's fascinating. That's cool. And people now I feel like, um, you know, the influencers like you when you were a blogger, they aren't really paying attention to playlists in the same way. Like, I feel like these people that want to make the people back then that wanted to make blogs should be making playlists now and trying to make those playlists right. like I've been asked to make playlists but... quite a few times. And I'm just like, hmm. and I don't <laughs> I don't really know why. It's like I'll make I can make my own playlist. No problem. But it's like, I guess now I don't want that responsibility anymore. Like, cause before right. it used to be like, if I didn't blog in two days, people were like, hello, <laughs> are you not posting anything today? Cause people are Did checking you out every day. Yeah. yeah. I, you feel like I retired. Yeah. I, you know, at one point I was looking at my Google analytics and like, I was getting like, and like, it was little to me cause other websites at the time, like blogs were getting like hundred thousand, 200,000 hits per month. I was only getting, I think like 50, 60,000, but still like people would be like, Hello, where's the music? So it's like, yeah, I didn't want that responsibility. Like when it came to playlisting, I feel like I was, I was already moved into my next phase. Like, you know, like when I got that opportunity with TD, I was like, oh, now I like marketing. I like digital. I don't, you know, that, that I'm, you know, yeah, I still, you know, like to discover new music and I still do, but even, yeah, I don't find myself now really like checking the playlists. Right, right, right. Right. I'm just like I, I. Mine is actually how I hear about music is word of mouth. Word or of DJs. mouth. DJs. Yeah. So DJs, as in literally the DJs themselves, yeah, or like the when DJs. you're out. Yeah. Like I have a lot of DJ friends, so they actually are constantly doing the work. Right. To find right. the new songs because and that's then you're what like, yo, to. what's up? And then you know, one is is my best friend, Just Jimmy, and so he's always, you know, it's like every other day, new song. Just literally that he'll just send it. They'll just send the link and it's we were actually um, like there's no context. Just. You and me both actually met him at the at, at public like a few months ago. Jimmy? I don't know if you remember because we were both super plastered. But it was like <laughs> oh, it was like was a great 3 a.m. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember me. I don't remember that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think we met him that night. Yeah. <laughs> right. But what do you think you like learned from that from that era? The blog era? The blog era, yeah. And you as a blogger that you still have with you today. What did I learn? Well, the industry moves at a very fast pace. I would say that. That's what I learned. Like I said, it's like I could go like two days without blogging. People are like, hello, we need new music. Just like how, you know, an artist will drop an album and two months later, the fans are already like, we need new music. Like, bro, they just <laughs> dropped a fucking album. Like, yeah. what? Um, yeah, that it moves at a very fast pace. And to really, I think my 
thing, the most that I took from it was that I, I got this far because I always, I, I honestly always remained true to myself. I was, I never, you know, even when it came into the influencing things and brands would reach out to me because there was a lot of brands that I said no to because I was just like, I, I just don't, you know, like that's not me. And mm-hmm. yeah, like the check is crazy but it was like it wasn't about money to me it was always about being myself and and I truly do feel that's why I got that far even with my blog even when it came to my interviews because I always had a thing with like with the artists that I want to like hang out with them for a little bit before and and get to know them so that our conversation really flowed like a conversation like we were friends Mm -hmm. right and thankfully with that too and because I was supporting a lot of these artists early on you know, a, a few of them became friends and, mm-hmm. and they still hold that close to them even till this day. Like, you know, it's like they're like, you know, she supported me when I was nobody mm-hmm. or like believed in me and posted my music and shared it when I was nobody. So a lot of us did that, though. A lot of a lot of bloggers you know that was the whole point. Like we were putting on newer acts as well as with, you know, anyone that like if Jay-Z dropped a new song, of course, we're posting that. But. Yeah, I really, I, I stuck true to myself like a lot and still till this day, I'm very, even when it comes to now, till this day, who I work with, I really have to believe in it because it's tough to sell anything that you don't believe in, you know? Totally. So what, what, speaking of now, what are you, what are you doing now? What's some stuff you're working on? So now um, I have newly moved into, well, I started like, so back in Miami, I, I started to do shows because we weren't getting any in Miami. I would come to New York and I would come to L.A. and I would see that these rappers on the blogs were having shows in these cities. And I'm like, why don't we have them? Perform? Mm-hmm. So I started bringing shows to Florida. My first one that I did was with Big Sean. And that one was I saw him open for Mike Posner. At <laughs> open for Mike open Posner. Open for Mike Posner at uh-huh. FAU, um, a university there. And, you know, the stage is like two feet from the floor. They're like performing <laughs> in a room at a college. And he opened for Mike Posner. And so I went up to him afterwards and I was like, I think like finally famous one and two were out at this point. Yeah. And I just introduced myself like I'm a big fan. I was with Demi, my best friend. Um, we like, we introduced ourselves, we chopped it up with him. Then, uh, he had come back to Miami a few months later, I believe for something, I think just to record. And my friend Hustle Simmons, somebody else who I met via Twitter, like had saw, I had knew that they were going to Miami, him and his, um, day to day at the time. So linked us up again. And I guess like, you know, that's kind of one of those things with like who you know. So like, I guess the intro coming from Hustle Simmons being like, you know, you should link with this girl, Ashley. Um, I got to link with him again, chopped it up with him, interviewed him. And then he had asked me like, you know, I want to shoot a music video. Um, can you help me? And at that time, yeah, I had two friends that were pursuing um, videography. So I coordinated a music video. I casted a girl and we shot the music video. Um What's the song again? I forget, but it's, I mean, it's on YouTube and I definitely, <laughs> I definitely make an appearance in there because he made me hop in just like, you know, just like fun, like pointing at the camera. <laughs> um, and it was shot on the beach. It was really funny. Um, and then after that, I was just like, so you should do your own solo show here. Like you have a lot of fans here. And he was like, okay. And I'm like, do you want to set it up? So I did. I booked him for 
$5,000 through his mom. I came up with <laughs> me, me and me and my other best friend, Samantha, came up with a business plan, you know, because we had to pay a deposit. We got $2,500 from uh, my dad and her aunt to do the deposit. And yeah, and then we did Big Sean's first show. And then that turned into... Who else I did? Dom Kennedy, Peck Div, Cool Kids, Joe Budden, Kendrick. Like I started um, Big Crit, just started doing all these shows. But then I feel like I came to a point where I was like, oh, like this is too much. And I don't know what I'm doing. I need to focus on my blog or do the shows. I couldn't do both. You know, I'm still like, I'm like 20, 21 years old at this time. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I choose my blog because I'm like, that's got more traction. Right. I'm going to do that. Um, so it's funny cause then now, like then it started to backtrack as I started, you know, then when I moved out of the, out of the blog and I started to do the digital marketing and, and I had to tap into PR sometimes I then was being asked like, Hey, so I want to do an album release party. Can you put it together? And I was like, yeah, like, you know, at this time, like I know people, I know people at venues. I now have contacts for liquor brands because maybe perhaps I had done a campaign with them. So I'm like, how can I? flip this whole thing. And so I started to use all, yeah, the resources I have. And I started to produce events, be it an album release party, album listening party, um, which I still do now. I just do it like very selectively. <laughs> and all in the midst of still doing marketing, like digital. And then I newly, just a year ago, moved into management which was something that was always, I was telling you earlier, that something that was always pitched to me, but I never really thought of it. I was like, no, because then some people would be like, it's glorified babysitting. And then other people would be like, no, you'd actually be really good at it. Like you're a people person. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you should, you should consider it. It wasn't until Adele's manager, Jonathan, said it to me one day. It's like I, when I first met him, we were having this conversation at the end of our combo. He was like, have you ever considered management? And I was like, No. And he was like, you should think about it. And then from there, I went home like, hmm, maybe I should. I mean, Coming from him. in my experience, <laughs> the best managers are people that have had like multiple careers in the past because they can kind of combine all of that information right. together yeah. to something that's more significant in, in the form of a manager because managers kind of have to do everything. Yeah. So you had your foot in the door in a few different places. Yep. You did well. You had relative success in all of those places. And now it's like, okay, well, what's the next step? Just yeah. do all of them pretty much at the same time, the same time. Via, via management. Yeah. So. I will say I didn't think that I would like it as much as I do. Maybe, you know, like I'm still... I'm still in the beginning stages, but, you know, with what I'm doing right now, and it was like my first client that I took on, Deanna, who is an artist, but an, an illustrator, not a musician. I wanted to, I didn't want to oh, start. interesting. I didn't want to start with a musician. I was like, let me go outside of the box. Let me like, <laughs> let me go into another industry. But, you know, when we first started working together, I told her to give me a list of goals and people she wanted to work with. And I actually surprised myself at the list that she gave me and I was like, oh, I could do that. I could, yep, I could do that. <laughs> and, and I made her list happen. You know, she said, oh, I want to do an, a, you know, I want to teach people the illustration on the iPad, you know, with my, my iPad and my Apple pen using Procreate. I want to do an Apple talk, one of those today at Apple things. I said, say less. Got me back. <laughs> you know, oh, I want to collab with Nike. We did a collab with Nike Sportswear. Like I was actually very surprised at myself that I was like, wow. <laughs> Okay, I think I could do this. And now I'm going into music management. So what's that been like? 
Um, right now I've, well, she's an artist that I've been working with. I actually discovered her in November, 2017. I like specifically remember the day and, uh, she was still in high school and I was just like, we gotta, I don't know, like this is it. At that time I was already knowing that I wanted to get into management, but, um, and a lot of people had been pitched to me and I was just like, no, no, mm -mm, not, no, I didn't get it. You know, like I said, it's like, I needed to feel that like the one. Right. And that's what I felt with her like immediately. So, but in that time, I'm, I'm a really strong believer in artist development. I didn't want it to rush. I didn't want it to be like, gotta put a single out. Three months, girl. So we've been, <laughs> we've been developing since November, 2017. You know, I also wanted her to finish school. So she graduated in June, 2018. And then now since then, you know, really just trying to figure out her sound, who she is. Like, you know, like, I don't want to, you know, debut her and everyone's like, okay, great. Love the voice. Love the song. But like, who is she? You know, what's, <laughs> what's her story? Like, you know, and there's been a lot going into that and just making sure that it's right. And I'm also, it's like, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm like, it's like a good nervous because I'm very excited for people to hear her stuff. But I also, this would be my first time of, you know, now after being in the music industry for say like eight, going on nine years that I'm like, hey, this is my artist. And right. everyone's going to be like, your artist. The few people that I've already even said to it, everyone's like, who? I you mean, know? I like, said that when we yeah. walked in everyone's here. Everyone's like, who? <laughs> when, when can I hear it? And I'm like, it's yeah. not ready yet. And I also like, yeah, like I want it all to be ready because I don't want to half-ass it, you know? Right. I want it like when it's ready, it's like I'm laying it all out on the table. Here's the fucking package. Like, you know, like this is what it is. And so people know that like I'm not fucking planned. So how did you approach branding for the artist? You said that you you had to build the story around the artist. Like what what are some things that you did to, to Well, she has a story of her own. That's what it's right. just like how do we make it captive captivating? Yeah, captive, and how do we yeah. portray that right. to um to the audience? And uh I mean what's what's great is that she comes from a great like foundation in a family. You know, she is from the suburbs. What's crazy is that we're from the same area in Florida. So that's a cool thing. We actually we got Barbara connected. County, where Kodak yep. Black is from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Where Kodak Black is from. We got connected through a childhood friend of mine who is actually her, um, you know, like full time producer, in house sound engineer. He's produced everything that she's recorded. Um, but she has a very cool background. You know, her her family is all like an artist. Everybody's an artist in their own way, be it if they play an instrument or if they're fine art. So we're still figuring that part out. But yeah, that's why, you know, even in, in this sense and diving into this management side, I've already, you know, gone to close friends of mine that managers like David Ali, who manages Kehlani or Amiko, who manages DJ Mustard. I've gone to them, you know, with, OK, you know, I always want to be a student. You know, yeah. what, what can I do as a manager? What do you suggest my next step be? And, you know, right. And. What I really want to do with her, too, is, like, develop her home base, fan base, because I want, you know, people back home in Florida to support her. Because, you know, it's not like I don't want her to become this artist, but it's like everybody and she's, you know, out here doing interviews. Oh, yeah, I'm from Florida. And everybody in Florida is like, who? Yeah. You know? I want to go back to you just saying that you actually are a student and you ask people um, advice on how to be a better manager. 
Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people when they join the music industry at first don't do that enough, including myself. When I first joined, I was like afraid to ask people questions because I didn't want to look like an idiot. Right. But it's always all about the artist. Right. And, be- right. And, and putting out the best product and helping the artist put out the best product. Right. So I just wanted to go back to that because I know a lot of our listeners. I know, I, you know, I've even, I talk to people on the podcast, some to, or not on the podcast, but listeners yeah. of the podcast. And a lot of them are like, oh, well, you know, I want to network. I want to, you know, meet people, but I don't want to look like a dumbass, essentially. Yeah, I've definitely been there where I'm like, I don't want to look stupid. But I don't think, yeah, it's not being stupid. It's just being curious. Like, I go to them straight up. Like, I remember even my conversation with David Ali. I was like, listen, I'm getting into music management. This is my first time. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. What's your advice? Like, and I'm just like, I'm open and honest. Maybe, you know, because I have that... I'm comfortable like that with him or I have that friendship with him. I also, I respect him. He's, you know, he's had great success with Kehlani and his right. other artists. So I think it's just, yeah, just why not just ask if, you know, if you don't ask, you're not going to know. And I feel if somebody is is successful, like why can't they share that information or just help guide you along? It's not saying like they don't need to hold your hand, but they could at least give you like a tip or two. And that, you know, I ask different managers, different things because yeah, at times like, I don't want to ask one, you know, for the, you know, for the book of everything. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not trying to ask all, like, give me all the lessons. But, you know, so I, I ask amongst amongst a few of them. Right. Awesome. Can you talk about, real quick, um, I think you're, like, super plugged. Uh, a lot of it definitely came through relationships you built when building up your blog. But, like, mm-hmm. for people that are listening and are trying to figure out how they can go about building a um like networking, it's uh, there's almost like a stigma around the word networking. But right. just generally, how do you build relationships with adult people? Like, uh, it's not so that you just can get stuff, but like, right. in your pers- from your perspective, like, how was, do you approach that? I was big on on networking. Yeah, like I never even shied away from that term. I would, I would specifically, I was constantly going to events anytime that, especially like in in Florida when we would have anything. Like I said, they came rarely. I was like, even if I was tired, I was like, okay, but let me go. <laughs> just, to, just to show face also because I didn't want to be just, you know, when I be having my blog and everything, I didn't want to be just, you know, like behind the keyboard in a mm-hmm. sense. So I spent a lot of time even like still living in Florida. Like I said, I went to South by Southwest. I came to New York for CMJ. I went to Atlanta for A3C. I went to LA when I knew that there was like going to be like a big event happening. Or then I just came to New York just because I wanted to take meetings with, you know, say the people at Complex that were always hiring me for campaign. I just let me go in the complex office. Let me show them my face. Or, right. you know, agencies like Team Epiphany that were hiring me for campaigns. Let me go in the office, show them my face so they can meet me face to face. I kept a constant contact with people. Um, I'm also just a people person generally, so I'm not really afraid to talk to people. Right. And I always say, you know, I, I treat everybody with the same respect. You know, it's your, say it, uh, event with an open bar and there's just some random person next to you know you don't fucking know who that person is like I mean at time if somebody didn't know me like I'm little you know I'm like (laughs) but it's like I will say like and now to this day like I I feel like I'm I've always been very humble I will say and all my friends tell me like you need to stop you need to like toot your own horn sometimes and I'm like you know like yeah like somebody could look at me and be like who the heck is this Young girl. That happened recently in a situation, <laughs> which I won't name somebody, but with a client. And that happened recently. And it was kind of like, I felt like as if he looked at me, one of the managers, as if being like, okay, yeah, I'm going to see what this girl can do. And it's like, 
what I was hired for, I actually fucking killed it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like don't underestimate me because of my size or something, you know, um, or just being a woman in the industry, which that's a whole nother topic. But yeah, with networking, I, I was just in constant contact with people. And if I needed to blind, you know, just, you know, blind copy somebody and, you know, just let them know that I was emailing somebody that they connected me to or something or, you know, or do a cold email. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of, like you can meet one person and then believe in you. And then, you know, you just ask them, you know, can you connect me? There's been plenty of times where people have asked me, hey, can you connect me to somebody? And I don't mind, you know, like I know there's people out there that do mind. They're like, no, I'm not fucking giving you that contact. Because, yeah, there is at times where it's like I worked really hard for that contact. I'm not just going to hand it over. Totally. On a silver platter. Especially if you don't know that person that asked that well. Right. So if I don't know the person that asked that well, then someone I'm like, mm, you know what? Why don't, what, what's your ideas? I mean, like, maybe like, let me figure it out. Mm-hmm. You send it to me. And if I, okay, I'll connect you. But if it's like, you know, other situations, you know, like, for instance, like me and Ramya, for instance, we have a relationship, like, we're constantly, I'm like, she'll be like, you got this contact? Yep. Or if I'm like, you got this contact? Yep. And it's like, nothing. You know, it's like, because we both know it's like very professional. That's, what, that's, how, that's why you're here right now. That's, <laughs> yes. that's literally We're what I did. Yeah, I but asked you know, Ramya to sent that email. She didn't even say nothing. She just said XO. <laughs> she just sent the email and said XO. You know, it's like when you build relationships with people like that, it's like there are no words even being said. Right. Like I, I recently did um an album release for Beast Coast and I asked Ramya, hey, like, you know, the person at the restaurant Lalito? Yep. Two minutes later, there's an email connecting Ashley to Lalita, the restaurant. <laughs> and then we did it there. You know, it's like you got to just find that like people, you know, that that really trust you. But I think when it comes to say somebody that doesn't know anybody. Somebody's going to give you a chance. Yeah. Somebody will one day. You just got to keep trying. Or I guess say interning. I personally never interned. So I don't really know that direction you could probably speak I more on that for but, like you, two years, but yeah, yeah i didn't intern <laughs> i was i i was my blog was my internship like i like to say but i would i would maybe say yeah like internships right did that help would you yeah say? internships are cool but also at my at my college i had to like oh, it was okay. required it was required for yeah you to graduate. for me to graduate right. exactly so it was a little bit of different a little bit different but uh i would say you know kind of what i'd you know, I work in management right now and I never I never had any other job full time than management, but it was because I had these internships at a music publishing company, at a publicity company, at a at a record label where I was sorta of, I was I was able to have like those mini careers that you mm-hmm. have. Um, but they were over the span of like three or four months. Right. I think that's important, but I think the most important thing when you intern is when you leave, is there somebody who can still vouch for you when you right. leave the company? Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's like just making, you know, like make sure you do your job and do it well. And I also feel like if you have an idea, yeah, you know, I guess people say when they intern, you know, like, oh, I don't want to step on, you know, the higher ups toes. But there has to be a way that you can, like, if you have a good idea to express that idea. Like, why not show them that you're creative and that you have an idea? Many times people that wanted to write for my blog would send me emails with like ideas and like a plan or something. And I'd be like, cool, do it. <laughs> like, you know, like if you're showing me, you know, rather than just being like, cause I've received those, Hey, I want to work with you. <laughs> there's no, even there's nothing in the subject. That's another thing. Can we learn how to write a proper email? Yeah, I got an email today. Yo, how much for a JPEG verse? That was it. No signature. No subject either. <laughs> it was it was just that. Watch that be some like legend. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, 
gotten ones that's like, yo, I want to work with you, but what is it exactly that you do? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Well, there's some people obviously. So I, I honestly wish. <laughs> That I started a folder of all the outrageous, no pun intended, <laughs> emails that I've received. Like that one, like, what? Hey, let's work together. But what do you do? What? Why do you even email me? <laughs> you want to work together, but you don't even know what I did? Like, you can't. There's enough things out there in the internet where you could simply Google it. You know? <laughs> let's build, fam. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. So I would like to say people, people that are trying to get in, like, learn how to write a decent email. Yeah. First of all, put a subject like address me. There's times that people <laughs> people have not even called me Ashley. They called me Ash, and I'm like, I don't even know you from the beginning. Why, why are you calling me Ash? Nobody calls me Ash like that. Yeah. I hate that. Like, <laughs> I really am like, what? Um, yeah, like learn how to write an email, please. I tell people this all the time. <laughs> I have a, a rant about it. <laughs> let's let's um let's take care of this hot take real quick. Hot take. Mm. So hot takes are pretty much questions that we ask. Just to stir the pot. Okay. So, pot's being stirred. This one is, branding is less important than the content it supports. Branding is less important than the content it supports. Yeah. So, let's say I'm an artist and I put out the album. Is my Instagram and my brand online more important than the actual album or not? No. I think they're, they should both be equal. They should be equal. Yeah. But at times I have seen it where it's like, yo, this branding is sick. The promo is sick. And then you're like, wow, this album's trash. Well, I see that more than not now. I see like, yo, the branding on this is crazy. But then I'll hear the album and I'm like, bro. Yeah, I do see that more. If that's the question, <laughs> yes, I do see that more often nowadays. But if that's what I think, no, I think that they should both be, they should be equal. The the music should mirror the, the you know, the content that's being put out, the visual Content. It but should be you, just but as But do good. you think that realistically is the case? No, uh, not in this day and age. No. You think you think branding? Yeah, everybody like wants to look cool. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of people care more so about the image than they do the music. Which goes back to say, even what I'm doing with my artists, I'm like, no, like we're working on the music still. Like we haven't. Right. We just moved into branding, and I started with her in November 2017. We just. Moved into branding. Right. Because every time that I would ask her, are you ready to go into branding? Like, as far as like who you are to like pick your color scheme, what kind of font, you know, like things like that. She wasn't ready. And I could tell it was like we would have a conversation. I was like, you're not ready because you still don't know your sound. Right. Right. So I was like, until we know the sound and what kind of artist you are, we are not going into branding. That's what I believe. I think. That's a whole nother conversation. Like artist development is a lost art. I think people come across an artist and they're like, we're putting out a song in two weeks. What? (laughs) You know, I've seen that too. Yeah. Like I, I truly like, I believe in real artistry. You know, I, I remember it was when I saw black perform for the first time and I was talking to the love Renaissance team and it was my first time seeing him perform. I think it was his first like, so like big performance like that. It was at um, rough trade in Williamsburg. And I asked them, I said, wow, like listening to him perform and sing doesn't feel like this is, you know, one of his first shows. And they said, yeah, because we've been having him practice night and day. And we really believe in artist development. And it was like that. I think it was Sean or Justice. It was one of them two who said it to me. And I like kept that in the back of my head. So when I came across this girl, I was like, oh, we're going to focus. But mind you, she's already... 
about that. She practices every day. So that's dope. And like a lot of artists nowadays, even let's say like rappers, it's like, are they really practicing for their performances? Some of them are. Yeah, yeah. Some, some of them are. I think some, some, of, I think some, some of them are. are is a good way to say it. Yeah. And some aren't. <laughs> and you can tell the ones that aren't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Right, right. All right. I think that's it for me. So, yeah. Well, thank you so yeah. much for coming on. Thank uh, you. Really for excited me. about everything that you're up to. Me Your too. artist wants that project drafts. Yeah, I was going to send, send it through. We'll share it with the listeners. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely waiting for like, I think like, you know, like end of the summer, like September. Was nice. Oh, so soon. Oh, I'm that'll shooting. be here in no time. Right. It feels like it's like tomorrow. Yeah. I know, sadly. I know. Because yeah. the music will be cold again. I know. <laughs> but but mind you, it's like fucking hot today. Yeah, it is. I'm like, damn, the summer came through. <laughs> we was complaining reason. Like, where's the heat? And now we're like, okay, it's a little too hot. Yeah. You can't chill, win. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah, you can't, you can't win in New York. Uh, that's funny. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Have a great Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, well, that was such a great episode. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on today. I think hearing you talk about networking, hearing about you talking about your come up, I think just having the diverse range of experiences is super valuable. I think a lot of times people are not necessarily sure exactly which direction they should go in. I think Ashley is... Um, she started by building an audience. She started by creating influence that gave her this network of relationships. And as a result, she's been able to continue to acquire skills and take on projects that she finds interesting to her. Who knows what she'll be doing five years down the road. But I think, uh, if you're at an early stage in your career, it makes a lot of sense to really focus on building relationships and trying and testing things out. So I think, uh, Ashley's doing amazing work. She's got a lot of really exciting projects coming up. Um, so thank you very much for coming on the show and as always thank you guys for listening your support means the world leave uh, us some reviews leave us some reviews there we go leave us some reviews um, and on that note thank you guys so much we out <laughs>